great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, our Carter Cares segment. You may not like this. You may not like it. But Hoku did the right thing. Thing, at least for impacting New York State. New Yorkers under the age of 21 are no longer allowed to purchase semi-automatic rifles under a new law signed by Governor Kathy Hochul. That is one of the issues we will deal with. Mayor Adams is stating out loud what we all already know. And Adams is calling New York City's criminal justice system the laughingstock of our entire country. This morning, morning, I'm also going to deal with two issues as it relates to the gay community. And... One, in Major League Baseball, and I'm a supporter of gay rights, in Major League Baseball, it was dead wrong for a few players of the Tampa Bay Rays, their decision to not, to not wear a rainbow-colored logo for the team's Pride Night on Saturday saying that some of the players, that they declined because it was a faith-based decision. Come on, folks. You play for a professional sports team making millions of dollars. Wear the logo, put the patch on your arm, and go out on the field and play the game. But something, issue number two this morning as it relates to the gay community, something I do not support. And I have transgender friends. Again, I support gay rights. I've even been to a few gay bars. I'm that secure in my own skin. But I do not support the fact that in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have hired the first openly transgender cheerleader. Now, that move by the Carolina Panthers, it wouldn't stop me from going to a uh, game of the Panthers, but I just don't know at this time in our country if that's sending the right message. I, I, I sort of feel like you're throwing this lifestyle at all of us. We're going to deal with surging gas prices. 
uh, and a lot of issues that we have on hand. But I'm going to start uh, this morning by um, going directly to the telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I'll start with Norman in Long Island. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Uh, yes, Dominic. I uh, tuned into your program uh, last night uh, a little uh, late, so I, I didn't hear your opening. But I understand that uh, from listening to the other folks that uh, your dog was diagnosed with diabetes. Yes, yes. Um, and, go ahead. I'm sorry, Norman. Yeah, and um, I had a diabetic dog. And uh, I thought uh, you might like to hear uh, what we went through. Well, it it just has to be quick because we have a lot of calls. But, Norman, let me let me just say this. um, um, And and I I only want to repeat this one time because it's a very emotional issue issue for me. Um, Norman, I I lost my dog at uh, at three o'clock today. Folks were were so wonderful um, on last night's program, telling me places to go uh, near where I live so I wouldn't have to come all the way down to New York City. And that's exactly what I was going to do. But we woke up this morning. My dog was not doing well. He was near death uh, this morning, rushed him to the vet. The vet said there was no guarantees. Uh, He had to be hospitalized. Uh, the next couple of days would be hit or miss, and we would spend our last dime for our dog. But it turns out that he was diabetic and his sugar was coming down, but she also believes the vet that it may be some type of cancer. And so uh, at about 3 o'clock this afternoon, the vet called us and told us to rush over because she didn't know how long he would last. And sure enough, when we got there, um, 15 seconds later, he was gone. I'm sorry. Thank you. I, uh, I didn't. I didn't know. I, I yeah. I was you know not knowing that. Uh, I was just going to tell you. Well, thank uh, you. The way we got through it, and uh, so it. I guess it. I was going to tell you how we 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 gave her her insulin every morning and and, and at night, uh, right? Twice a day. Uh, I think it was once a day. Okay. Okay. Her, and uh, how I would go out. Uh, this was a few years ago when I was probably your age. And uh, I would get up earlier in the morning than my wife, and I'd let her out in the backyard, and uh, I would be behind her and uh, catch her urine in a, in a little bit of urine in a pan. Right. Come inside with a keto stick. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And measure it. <laughs> and uh, I put a note for my wife how much uh, insulin she would get. And my wife would come down, and uh, she she would uh, read my note and uh, give her the shot. And uh, we did that for about five years. She had she was ten when she was diagnosed, and uh, she had five more uh, happy years. Uh, the, the both of us had five more happy years with her, and she was fine. Wow. So I, I just wanted to. Well, thank to, you, Norman. You. Norman, I thank you for that. And um, right about now, I would give anything 
for five extra years, but uh, it just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't in the cards. And uh, my beloved dog is, is gone, and, and, you know, it's kind of tough at home. But thank you for the call, Norman. We're, we're trying to deal with it on an emotional level. Uh, my wife and my son and even my daughter uh, up in Rhode Island. And, you know, it's funny, it's funny how life works, folks. And then I'm going to get to my issues. And, um, you know, we, we're going to move on. But so my, my daughter knew that I was very upset this afternoon and she had a surprise for me. And she says, well, Dad, hopefully this will pick up your, your spirits. And she sent me a copy. I knew nothing about this of, um, of a uh, children's book that she's writing. She's writing her first book. And she sent me uh, some of the illustrations. And so it was just happy to see uh, that and she, she, I guess she knows her dad, my daughter, because she knew we were very upset. Her mom had been crying all morning, and um, you know she did something to pick up our spirits. But thank you, everyone, for asking uh, about about my dog. Let's get let's get to the issues now because there are a lot. I see that a lot of you folks want to talk about uh, the the uh, baseball players, the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, some declining to wear the um, gay pride uh, patch on the side of their uniform um, this past weekend. And also the NFL has hired uh, its first uh, transgender cheerleader for the Carolina Panthers. And so, I'm going to, and we're going to get back to gun control and what's been done in New York. There's just a lot going on right now. And let's start with uh, our second call. Let's go to uh, Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning. First, I want to say that uh, I went to Yeshiva early on in life with the uh, owner of the Tampa Bay Rays, Stu Sternberg. Ah, so okay. I just want to say shout out to Stu. Nice going, Stu. You remembered your roots. And as far as what, the, what you said, Dominic, you know, you said, you said, I believe in gay rights. Well, you know, good for you. But these Tampa Bay uh, Rays, they believe in Christianity. So they got a right to do that. And it was, I feel it was hypocritical of you to say that you don't agree with the cheerleader, to say the transgender cheerleader, but you're suggesting that the Tampa Bay Rays just go along with it because they're making a lot of money. Well, you say they're throwing a lifestyle at us with the cheerleaders, but they're throwing a curveball, okay, to use a pun, at these Tampa Bay Ray, Ray baseball players who believe in Christianity. They, you know, to them, homosexuality, uh, transgenderism is no more bizarre than homosexuality is. If you believe in God, it's all aberrational. It's all freakish, and it's all against nature and God. Okay, so, so Larry. It's critical. So, okay, so Larry. Um, so this is what my position was on Colin Kaepernick, okay? And it looks like he may, may, emphasis on may, be making a return to the NFL. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, as a backup quarterback. But my position on Mr. Kaepernick was that I, I said he had every right to protest should he decide to do so. I said, but for me, for me on a personal level, I believe in being professional. You're making millions of dollars as an athlete. You don't take a knee. You do. There are other ways to protest. You, you don't do anything to embarrass the team, and that's my philosophy. 
And to these uh, Tampa, Ray, Tampa Bay uh, baseball players, they embarrassed the team. What is so wrong, Larry, with just wearing a little patch on the shoulder of your uniform? You're making millions of dollars, and you can't go along with, with Pride Night for one night? And, and and so where am I being hypocritical, Larry? Dominic, would you ask the same question to the baker in Colorado who refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple and his case went all the way to the Supreme Court and he won? Would you ask the same question to him? Okay, and by the way, also, this cheerleader stuff, you know that with all the eyes of the people, if this, go, if this goes through, I'm going to be on the male cheerleader to see, see, to see what he's packing underneath that dress. And they're going to ignore all those beautiful female cheerleaders. Do you think anybody gives a damn about that? Hell no. All they care is about being politically correct. Well, My I, I, eyes will be on the cheerleader, the female I, I, cheerleaders, I believe hey, me. Larry, I thank you for the call. I don't think that the fans will, in your words, be looking at the quote-unquote male cheerleader and he won't be dressed as a as a as a male he's trans she's excuse me transgender and i don't think anybody's going to be going to an nfl game paying hundreds of dollars to look under under the cheerleading panties to see if he has a, a male part there i mean that's just sick i'm sorry larry that is just sick let's go to russell russell in white plains i believe Good morning to you, Russell. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks, Thomas. I, I oh, oh, wait, Russell, your, your phone line, please call us back. There's tremendous static in your phone line, and we can't uh, take the call right now. Let's go to Devin and Yonkers. Good morning, Devin. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks, Dominic. My condolences for the loss of your dog. That's, Thank that's you. terrible. Thank you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a lesbian. I'm conservative. I'm, I'm an anomaly <laughs> in uh, my community. Um, I personally think that anybody should be able to stand behind whatever they want to stand behind, even if it's to say that I'm an abomination, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a religious person, but I do 100% believe in God, and I believe God is love, and I know that God loves me just like he loves you. But I do not think for a second that, you know, we need to be forcing ourselves in people's faces with the, you know, uh, goal to make folks feel uncomfortable. And, you know, it just just get over yourself. Like, I could care less. Being gay is one small part of who I am. And I don't think there needs to be a heterosexual pride parade. And I don't think there needs to be a gay pride parade. I think we need the more we obsess on what sets us apart and what makes us unique, the less we come together. And um, as far as the transgender issue, you know, I have issues with that as a woman. I think it's erasing woman, womanhood. Um, and I suggest strongly, if I may, I don't know if I'm able to say, but Matt Walsh's documentary of what is a woman. I just watched it last night and it was absolutely incredible. Um, so I just wanted to put my two cents in there, you know, just to say that not all of us LGBT people are, you know, in your face. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really appreciate uh, what you have to say on this issue in a moment. In a moment, folks, I'm going up to Boston and we're going to chat with uh, with uh, Jennifer on Governor Hochul, what she signed into law now yesterday. Let's go to Christopher in Brooklyn. Good morning, Christopher. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, Dominic? Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Go right ahead. 
<laughs> well, Dominic, you said at the opening of your show about the Tampa Ray uh, ball players, Tampa Ray Rays ball players not taking the logo, and you think they were wrong? It, you know a, a, a few of them. That, that most of the team decided to wear the uh, the Gay Pride Celebration logo on their arm. A few did decline to do so. They had the absolute right to decline if it went against their religious beliefs. So Dominic, and, and you wait, 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 Christopher. Do, do you really believe that they have uh, religious beliefs, or is that just a cop out to explain for why they just don't want to do it? Absolutely. If that violates someone's religious beliefs, or even not, not even that, just their personal beliefs, they have right. We have what we call religious freedom. So the Tampa Bay Ray players who decided not to wear logo, if, it, if they felt it violated their religious beliefs or personal beliefs, they have that freedom. You are wrong. I love you. you. You do a great job on your show, but Dominic, you are dead wrong. Okay, well, Christopher, I, I, I respect that you disagree with me, and frankly, I appreciate it. I like it when folks call it straight for what the way you see it, but I'm not the only one that feels this way. Uh, many players in Major League Baseball are calling out these athletes that did not wear it and say that they were dead wrong to not wear the patch. I mean, my God, Christopher, it's it's pride. It was pride night. So, so does that mean you're, you're representing a team? You're representing a city? As a matter of fact, you're representing a state. And because you don't like, for whatever reason, uh, the issue, you decline to take part? Well, do you decline to accept part of your salary? Christopher? Okay. Yes. I'll I'll be quick. Okay. You You are mixing up the issue, okay? It's just like the Colin Kaepernick issue, okay? If Colin Kaepernick wants us to respect him, for protesting what he feels is racial injustice, then he needs to respect the people who love the flag and believe in the flag of the United States. Same thing here. We're not, it's not the Tampa Bay Ray players did not attack gays or lesbians. They felt that wearing the logo went against what they believe. So they earn, they should have that respect just like if gays or lesbians or transgenders want us to respect them. It's a two-way street. So for you to be, and again, I love you, you do a great job, but for you to say that those Tampa Bay Ray players were wrong because they represent, no, they were not wrong. They, if they felt that it violated their religious beliefs or whatever, they have that right. Okay, so, hey, Christopher, I appreciate the call, and and you have a beautiful morning. So then what what, are we going to have sporting events anymore? I mean, because what happens when player X doesn't like this? Player Y doesn't like that. Player Z doesn't like that. Are we going to have any more professional sporting events? Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. I believe Jennifer wants to talk about gun control that was passed uh, just a few hours ago yesterday in New York State. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Tom. Um, first of all, blessings to you and your family and uh, your sweet Dolce. Um, you gave Dolce a life of heaven on earth and can't ask for more than that. And the, 
best parts of you went with him, and the best parts of him will always stay with you. So blessings to you all. He was very lucky to have your love. Thank you. Um, And you know how sorry I am for your heart. I know you know. Um, If I could, just uh, two quick things. Um, um, The Governor Hochul, um, you said that people might not like that you said she did the right thing. I don't so much have a problem with what she did. I just think it's completely insincere and political grandstanding. I mean, Dominic, do you think that that 12-year-old boy that was sitting in the car with his cousin that took him out for a meal and he was watching a movie and he was killed, the straight-A student, you think he was killed with a legal gun? You think the 11-year-old girl was killed with a legal gun? You think that little one-year-old that was shot in the face, do you think she was killed with a legal gun? Um, you know, it... it, it None of this makes any sense. The 13-year-old girl that was shot outside the, the nail salon, do you think she, that we, do you think she was sh- um, shot? You know, like, all of it is just crazy to me. All of a sudden, they get this thing, and, and it's something to grandstand on, and yet the crime is crazy. Why, why? You are the one that said she wouldn't put her reputation, her political reputation, her future on the line by um, – going in up to, what is it, Albany, and laying it all on the line about bail reform. And she wouldn't do it to Alvin Bragg because of her own political future. So to me, they're a bunch of insincere and selfish people who only care about themselves, and they grandstand on these issues when it suits them. And meanwhile, people are going crazy all over New York City and everywhere else. Did you see the video of the guy at the Dwayne Reed that sold the $1,700 worth of stuff and came back in and was beating the employees with a chain with a bike lock on it? It's, I mean, you, you know, Jennifer, it's, it's so crazy. It, it's to the point, and I'm, I, I don't even know if I should say this, but it's to the point where in some instances I am even becoming numb. Jennifer, I I appreciate your call as always. I see all of your calls, folks. Uh, Before we take this break, I want you to listen, folks, to what Governor Hochul had to say. And when we come back, I'll go into detail a little bit more of what she had to say. And we'll continue with this uh, latest sports controversy. Some baseball players would not wear the gay pride patch on Pride Night in Tampa Bay and the NFL has its first its first openly transgender cheerleader, the Carolina Panthers. But I want you to listen to Governor Hochul. And we're raising the age of semi-automatic weapons so no 18-year-old can walk in on their birthday and walk out with an AR-15. Those days are over. Those days are over. You hear that? Those days are over. I heard you were looking for me. Hello. You know. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Another issue we are dealing with this morning. Mayor Adams is stating publicly what every one of us is aware of in our hearts. And that is the criminal justice system these days is indeed a laughingstock, a laughingstock 
of the entire country. People no longer believe that you can't do a shooting in the city. You do a profile on all of these individuals here. You're going to see prior gun possession, prior shootings just coming out. No one takes criminal justice seriously anymore. These bad guys no longer take them seriously. They believe our criminal justice system is a laughing stock of our entire country. We have to get serious about this because innocent people are dying. We do have to get serious, and the solution is simple. Let the NYPD do their jobs, put the handcuffs on the criminals, not the police, bring back the street crimes unit, bring back the plainclothes units, and then the criminals will be nervous, the criminals will be afraid, and they won't walk around in stores like in uh, a, a, a video that one of our listeners, Miguel, sent me tonight. They won't walk around in stores in Flushing that have a beef with the store and with a hammer and just smash every window of the business. That's what's happening not only in Manhattan, but in Brooklyn and Flushing. You pick a borough. You pick a community. And it's happening. We're also dealing with the issue, a couple of gay issues tonight. And as I said at the top of the show, I believe it was wrong for a couple of the Tampa Bay Rays and the uh, base, uh, professional baseball to decline to wear the uh, gay pride patch on the side of their uniform. You can barely see it on their arm on gay pride night at the stadium. And... The Charlotte uh, football team, the um, what? It's the uh, the Charlotte. The name will come back to me in a in a second. The excuse me, the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. They have hired their first openly transgender cheerleader. Three of my friends in the past have been transgender, and I took pride hanging out with them publicly, going places, whatever the case may have been. But I just don't know if it sends the right message. Okay, let me stop with the political correctness. I do not believe it sends the right message to have a transgender, maybe maybe down the road. But, and I, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like Archie Bunker, the African-American uh, version of it. But this is moving a little too fast. I mean, Hollywood is throwing it down our throats. Um, you know, it, 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 this is just everywhere. Anyway, let's go to Pat in Nassau County. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, I would say I agree with Chris wholeheartedly. He, he was so eloquent in saying what he said, that um, it is a person's right to protest, obviously. And if they wish not to wear that patch at the Tampa Bay Rays, I think that that's up to them. Okay, so you wait, know, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, Pat, Pat, yeah. Pat. Let's go back. Okay. So a lot of people called for Colin uh, Kaepernick's head over the national anthem. And I thought it was very disrespectful what he was doing. But explain, but he had a right to do so. Explain the difference between Kaepernick 
and what these balls. So if it was wrong to hang or or to condemn, maybe hang is not the best word, to condemn Colin Kaepernick, why are we giving these athletes a pass? Well, because I believe Colin Kaepernick was inciting violence in these cities. Hmm. Well, I make another point. Yeah. And, and I mean, you do the right thing. Help people in the inner cities. Uh, don't just go out and start trouble in those cities. I mean, I think that's part of the problem. These baseball players were expressing their viewpoint and they have a right to do it. Chris was right on that. Okay, but but and for argument's sake, and I, you know, I'm not inside their heads. We we have to take them at, at at face value of what they said that their decision was face was uh, uh faith based. But what if it what if it's just that they don't support gay rights? Well, they have a right whether they is faith based or not. That that's their you know, conscientious objection, right? When you're in the, you're you're drafting as a service, if you say you're a conscientious objector. You can you can use that as a, as a uh, exclusion, right? Well, yes, but uh, you know, hey Pat, I I really do appreciate the call. I I, yeah. I just and thank you for the call. Let Let's see what uh, Jeff in Suffolk County has to say. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Great show as usual. Thank you. Hey, uh, 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 there are probably going to be repercussions down there because you know. Uh, uh, big uh, woke America corporations are probably going to pull sponsorships and this and that and the other thing. You know what I mean? And that, that person that I don't know, they were it was some kind of fancy, and he or she said, "It's his business, not our business." He doesn't want to push it on me. Why? Why would they push it on us? He was absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, 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 I guess, I guess, I guess it's not a good thing that I'm not a. Um, a professional team's owner because you could not play. You, you wouldn't, I, I mean, I wouldn't come out publicly and say it, but you wouldn't suit up for my team if we had gay pride night and and you uh, you or an athlete did not put on uh, the patch. And just like uh, with the Kaepernick situation, if I happen to be the owner of that team, I would have said to my general manager, I don't care what his contract is. I want him gone uh, in the next few games. If you have to release him, cut him, whatever it may cost us, he's got to be gone. I just don't see it as right. We 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 have to embrace gay rights. I mean, it, go ahead. Kaepernick was not playing because he was not a good player. Well, his you're right about that, Jeff. His, his best day was way over. But go ahead. He was not. He was not up to par. That's why he's not playing. Not because he's black. He's stung. I, I didn't say year. I didn't say anything about him being black, Jeff. But, but uh, whatever but, you know, he, right. he claims he's brown or whatever, black, brown, purple. I don't care. He's stunk. That's mm-hmm. why he's not playing. Plain and simple. Okay. Well, I thank you for the call, Jeff. Let's go to Edward. Edward in Manhattan. Good morning. You are on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC. Edward, are you uh, good with evening, me? Dominic. Good I've evening. been a fan of yours since your uh, New York One days. Well, thank you. Uh, pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. Uh, Go right ahead. About the dog, and I, I've been there with a dog, and uh, sorry to hear about that to you as thank well. Thank you. Thank um, you. I had a couple of quick comments. Number one, I'm really surprised at how conformist you are on this thing with the uh, guys on the team that don't want to wear the, uh, the the pride emblem or whatever. I mean, I, th- I thought you were much more New York, more punk rock to just like say, F you, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I oppose 
or I just don't want to go along. Okay, I think Edward, hey, Edward, Edward, of credit. Edward, let me ask you a question. How could uh, how could one be punk rock when you're making five million dollars a year to play ball? I mean, it's just if we're going to be honest about this, we have to be honest. Professional athletes, whether they want to or not, they are forced to be almost as political as politicians are, and that's the absolute truth. So, if you're making five million dollars a year, let's say to pitch for the New York Mets. You can't just go out there and be Rambo. You, you, you've got to conform to what to what the owners of the uh, team has to say. But please continue, Edward. Yeah, I I I, I just disagree with that. I okay. don't think I don't think this has anything to do with playing baseball. And I I I mean I actually think it's kind of lame that they said oh. If they said it, because I, I don't know all the facts, but if they said it's because of religion, that I think is lame. I would rather have them say, no, I don't want to do it because I don't want to do it, and I'm here to play baseball. Stay off my uniform and let me do what I want to do. I think that is a more like appreciable angle to take because these guys are athletes, and they may just not want to um, go along with it just for, for F's sake. And they know that they're going to get lambasted by people, and they're probably going to lose money on it. So in that kind of way, I you have to give them a little bit of respect for, you know, holding to a point of view that they know is not going to be popular. Well, That's Edward, Edward I, I really appreciate your call. And from Manhattan, let's go to New Jersey and say good morning to William. Good morning, William. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mr. Carter, it's an honor. Thank really you. Thank you. It's very kind of and, you to uh, say. My condolences on your dog. We're, we got a German Shepherd that we're about to lose, so I'm uh, not looking forward to it. Yeah, um, get ready. It's it's the worst feeling in the world. Uh, it is, sir. I also had a dog back when I was living down in Arkansas. I got hit by a car and ran out on the highway. Uh, it was no good, man. It was, it was really sad. Uh, okay, William. So what's on your mind tonight? Uh, it's about the, the um, LGBT transgender issue. Okay. I think maybe, just maybe, and maybe they didn't want to say it, but the reason why they're taking that stand is because I think this, the the way they're pushing it and where it's gone is just a little too extreme. You know, you got you got these, like what happened down in Dallas, man, where they're, they're literally putting dollar bills. They got little kids in there, and you got – guys dancing around in g-strings you got the kids up on stage like they're at the strip club now i wouldn't bring a little kid to delilah's no more than i bring a little kid over there and these these are these are like 10 11 year old little boys you know and they're they got they're pushing it into the school and you know what it's really about man there's a bigger thing about the reason why they're pushing this stuff on kids and they're pushing it on everything in society, whether it's sports, whether it's uh, education, whether it's just anything, it's eugenics. That's what it is. And it's every society that ever fell did the same thing. They started sacrificing their kids. And that's what it's about. It's a World Economic Forum. It's Bill Gates. It goes way deeper than some baseball player, and maybe they starting to realize that, and they starting to take a stand because 
I'm all for anybody's right to love who they love. But I don't want to see what it's become, where they pushing it in the schools and they pushing it on kids as young as five, six years old. You got to know that that might mess up a kid, you know? Well, William, I, I thank you for the call. My my point, and I'm referring to the uh, transgender cheerleader uh, that's coming to the uh, NFL, is um, my opinion is that, you know, we, we're just dealing with this controversy now of the swimmer at UPenn, Leah Thomas, and... What I really want to say is, can can we just slow this down a little bit? A little bit? I'm for equal rights for all. But now, 100,000 people that show up, maybe, maybe 60, 70, 80, whatever, maybe, but sometimes it's 100,000 people that show up to an NFL game and there's going to be a transgender cheerleader. Oh, boy. Let's go back to the uh, phone calls. And coming up at uh, 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of uh, of midnight. You know, th- this is just a lot to, to deal with. So the cheerleading squad for the Carolina Panthers. So does it matter what the um, what the women cheerleaders have to say on the team? Does it matter what the male cheerleaders have to say on the team? It, I mean, it, it sounds like it doesn't. You know, uh, they're just going ahead with this. Let's go to uh, Tony. Tony in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, you know, I'm a big fan of yours, and I support you most of the time. Okay. But if this was two years ago, while the whole BLM thing was going on, and the companies were preaching and toting the BLM line, Mm -hmm. and the teams were forcing their team, the, the players, to battle to the BLM national anthem or their yes. flag yes and politicians were bowing to black power um i, I got your point tony go ahead please the same the same thing is going on with this pride thing you're not you're not accepted in society unless you kiss the rainbow flag and it's wrong it's wrong you you can't you can't tell a person that they they have to accept this, and if they're not accepted, you out them like like they're some kind of criminal. Okay, it's, so it's, so wait, know, Tony, Tony, I I respect what you just said, but but let me put it to you this way: so you have a professional baseball team, right? The average minimum salary is probably about a million five per athlete. Some of these salaries go up to twenty twenty million a year, and so on. And so whether we like it or not, there's generally one managing partner who is the owner that calls the shots. One aspect of the business is the sports game. That's just one part of it. 
Another part is community relations, public relations. And if a majority of the team, if the owner says we're putting we're putting Gatorade, I, I know that's not the same issue, but we're putting Gatorade on your uniforms today. That's not optional. You're going to wear Gatorade or you're not going to be on that team too much longer. And so if the owner decides that they're celebrating Gay Pride Night, why not just, even if you don't support it, you are an employee of the company at the end of the day. Why not put on the patch, play your game, take off the patch, end of story? Why Why? Why should somebody who doesn't believe in an in in an in a agenda be forced to advocate for it you're you you know if, if i'm an orthodox but, jew but tony i didn't okay. say i didn't say advocate for it i said put on the well, patch that's, that's, like your teammates yeah. well that's basically that's basically what they're doing they're 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 endorsing the lifestyle and maybe they don't support it okay so then maybe they don't support their paycheck when the team owner says they're a troublemaker and they got to go. But, Tony, I, I appreciate the call, and I see all the uh, the calls here, folks, lined up. We are going to take a break. When we come back, my Carter Care segment coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano. But in the meantime, when we come back, we will have much more of your telephone calls. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. So Mayor Adams says New York's criminal justice system is a laughing stock to the entire country. Exhibit number A here, a female strap hanger suffered multiple injuries when a man randomly shoved her onto subway tracks uh, in the Bronx, elevated station. She could have fell through the cracks all the way down to the street level. Now, this is all caught on video. A 52-year-old woman shoved onto a roadbed at the uh, Jackson Avenue station in Melrose. This happened about 445 on Sunday, causing cuts on her head and Arm. The good news, fellow riders pulled the woman off the tracks and back on the platform to safety, and no train was entering the station at the time. The assailant uh, uh, fled before cops arrived. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to... To Peter, Staten Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Good morning, Dominic. Good you, morning. A great show today, as always. And Thank you. uh, your screener is wonderful. Adrian, Andrea, he's wonderful. He's well, thank such a you. nice guy. Well, thank you. And, uh, thank I wanna, you. I want to share with you, first of all, it's uh, June Gay uh, uh, Month, uh, Pride. And I want to show uh, a shout out to my gay brothers and sisters to uh, have a great month. And I'm looking forward to the parade. Amen. And I got great news. I'm going to be. Joining in about three weeks, the opposite side of the airwaves, instead of being a caller, I'm going to be behind the mic. I just got the news today. Frankie Russo is returning with a podcast for WABC. He's going to be doing an exorcism with a priest, I think, tomorrow. Oh, and okay, all right, news. Peter. Okay, so Peter, so let, let's keep it Let's keep it with what we're dealing with right now. Okay. So go ahead. Right. Yeah, right now, well, with the thing with the my feeling on with gays, I support them if they find happiness. I'm married 40 years to a woman, but I support them because finding happiness is hard to do. I'm married 40 years, and it's an important thing that people be happy. And if you find joy in being gay, so be it. I support you. And that goes for everything. As long as you don't hurt anybody else. I mean, the thing with these uh, transvestites and the kids. Uh, transgender. Trans- transgender. Yeah, transgender. Go ahead. I'm sorry I said it wrong. Uh, that is uh, something that I'm really not for because children don't have a right to not not to not not have a right, but to at that young be uh, you know doing stuff like that. That's only my feeling. I mean, okay, it's got child abuse to do that. Well, obviously, transgender. Thank you for the call. Transgender uh, young people uh, disagree with the statement you just made. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. First of all, condolences. Um, The second thing I'd like to say is Jennifer was 100% correct in everything she said. Uh, Third thing, regarding uh, who I I refer to her as Hocus Pocus, the governor of New York. Um, (laughs) She was very quick to sign the gun control legislation. However... She hasn't yet signed a bill that requires cameras in every New York City subway station in view of the uh, recent shootings. That affects millions of people on a daily basis. And I don't mean to be callous, but these shootings collectively, since they began, have not affected millions of people. Another thing, the difference, you asked, what's the difference between uh, taking a knee or putting a, 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 a rainbow patch If you're a sports player, the difference is, if you live in the United States, you should honor the flag. If not, leave the country. And as far as um, supporting or forcing beliefs on people, a number of your callers said the same thing that represent my feelings. I happen to be a practicing Catholic. I take my religion very seriously. To ask me to make a cake for a gay couple for their wedding... I'm not, it's not that I don't support gay people. I think they should have the rights that everyone else has. But changing the definition of wedding, as far as my perspective is concerned, a wedding and a marriage is between a man and a union, a man and a woman. You want to call it a union, a civil union? I'm fine with that. But, But Jacqueline, but Jacqueline, do you really in your heart of hearts believe that every player on this ball team did this for faith-based reasons, the ones that that did not wear the patch. I can't speak for them, but I can speak for myself. And as far as these shots regarding COVID were concerned, 
I'm very, uh, I would not take that shot because uh, some of them were tested on fetus, aborted fetus tissues, and some of them contain aborted fetus tissues. So I, I don't use my religion as an excuse, and I'm sure there okay. are lots of other people that don't either. Okay. When these athletes join these teams, I'm sure it doesn't say anywhere in their contract that they are obligated to violate their beliefs in support of anything and everything that the owner of the team wants to do. You better believe, Jacqueline, I have to step in because uh, Frank Morano was with me, and I, have, I want to get back to your calls, but thank you. You better believe, folks, I, I'll say it again. I said it a few minutes ago. I'll make this point again. So, for example, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, when he said enough was enough with the knee after all the posturing, all of those players fell in line for the most part and realized that Mr. Jones was not joking around. If I happen to be the owner of a professional sports team, obviously you can't do something that's illegal in terms of voiding contracts. And if I said we're doing a gay pride night, and and if some of my players said I'm not putting on the patch, that would be the beginning of the end. A word wouldn't even be said, as what happens in real sports. It's just the beginning of the end of their career in that city. I'm joined now by, should I go do do do? <laughs> that, that, that's my, uh, what, what, what do you call it? The, uh, it's the like l- your hula. Yeah, the, the luau. The... I like it. Hey, not bad. <laughs> not bad. If you ever uh, don't make it in journalism, you so, could have another career off the continental United I, States. I can't be a rapper. <laughs> I think you could do a great deal, Dominic. I was sorry to hear about uh, everything going on with your dog. You didn't mention anything uh, off air. I uh, know how how tough that can be. You know why, Frank? Because, and I'm not saying that this is a good thing, Mm -hmm. but for me, when something is very, very painful, it's what I call poop, and it's I just try and... Yeah, well, I know, you know uh, I know what you're going through. I think a lot of people do. So I, I cried I jo- all I could cry. Today I can imagine. And... Well, I join everybody that uh, that's offering condolences. Well, I know you. how close thank you guys. You. So are. now, tell me about your trip to Hawaii. Well, it went great, and um, you know, it was definitely a. I was out there for my brother Nick's wedding, and it uh, it was a long flight both ways, two flights actually, because you take a connecting flight in California, but it was beautiful uh, out there, like everybody says. I uh, do wish that I, I basically feel like that I got there and I and I stayed for the wedding and, and came back because of the travel time and everything. So I do wish maybe I got to stay a little longer. And I did really miss my son and wife a great deal. And uh, I'm hoping I can go back in the future with both of them. What was the weather? Perfect. I, I don't think there was one moment of any of the three days that I was there, that the weather was anything other than perfect. So you didn't get a chance to do anything? Well, I, no, I managed to uh, uh, to do some things. I, I'll give some highlights over the course okay. of the next four hours. Sounds good. So what do you have coming up? All right. Well, uh, very interesting show today. So we are continuing the controversial, disgraced politician tour that I have been on. And I am going to be joined by former New Jersey Governor Jim McGreevy at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. He is doing some really interesting things with a prison reentry, right? And he's basically, he's doing a lot of things, but he's dedicating his life or the big part of his professional life to taking people that have been in prison and helping them be integrated 
into society again. And I think that's just wonderful. We have a lot of listeners in prison. I shared with you uh, an email that uh, that a prisoner sent me recently uh, about how he listens to both of us every day. Big shout out to uh, Chris, Chris from Brooklyn at the MDC. And I think that is an issue that we don't spend enough time talking about it. And I'm glad that Governor McGreevy's doing that. And I'll, I'll pick his brain on some political issues as well. And then there is a Buster Keaton moment going on in this country right now. There's two new books out about Buster Keaton, the legendary silent film star, and also a new movie coming out about Buster Keaton. I'm going to talk with the author of one of those books, Dana Stevens, who's a film critic for Slate, about why Buster Keaton seems to be enjoying such a, a comeback, such a resurgence, 100 years after his prime. Sounds like a wonderful show as always, and I'll be listening to the first show. And I, you know, I I forgot what question Curtis wants me to ask you, and <laughs> you know, I so so we're just gonna move on from that. Let's squeeze in as many calls as we can. You select the next one. Frank. All right. Well, how about uh, how about Gracie in Rockland? Good morning, Gracie. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, guys. Listen, Dom. Sorry about the dog. Oh my God, it's horrible. I lost my cat years ago and I don't want any more pets. Okay. Yeah, I feel the same way. All I have left now is the cat and the turtle. But anyway, okay. First, second thing is uh, I wonder if this uh, cheerleader is an Amazon, like the swimmer, I might tune in just to see her. That's number two, Uh, him, her, whatever. And the third thing is let's worry about important issues. I'm still in California. I paid $5.96 a gallon for gas. Why these dummies out here are in rioting, I don't know. And it it is indeed, uh, it it is uh, crazy, uh, Gracie, the prices that that we are paying. I I thank you for the call. Let's try and squeeze in one more quick call. Frank, you select. How about Stu in the Poconos? Stu, go right ahead. We only have a few seconds left. Go ahead, please. Hey, uh, Dominic, big bear hugs from uh, Pennsylvania here. I had Thank plenty you. of animals growing up. Thank you. And I can empathize for you. And I'm a straight uh, Christian. I, I hear you, so, Stu. You got uh, 10 seconds left. Please go ahead. Thank you. Well, 10 seconds left. I'm wondering if things that are introduced into the body to food, water, and air might not have an effect on their sexual uh, desire. Okay. Well, Stu, unfortunately, we're out of time. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight is coming up now here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.